Welcome to No Judgments Here, night three recap of Louder Than Life. I'm Mike, he's Will, that's Trey, that's Kane. Boy, day three days down, guys. Hey, 75% done. Fourth pod in four days, we're already there. All right. Yeah. We're almost done. Almost done. We're almost complete. Well, man, how are we feeling? Oh, man. Uh, today we had a more pleasurable experience, mainly because of the ending. Not to complain about the parking situation, but we got out within like 10 minutes tonight. Yeah. We got to the house by 1130. It makes a ton of difference in the attitude. Oh, yeah. It was a good day. It was a good day. Started out a little rough. Getting there was an issue. Again, the parking lot situation for a lot of the life this year is abysmal. Yes. That's the only word you freaking use. There's just, Nightmare. There's too much going on. We Terrible. got there we got there at like one today. Yeah. Boom. We got to the gate at one. Or we got to the street to get to the gate at one and we got parked at two twenty five. So another hour and twenty five minutes of just sitting there and doing nothing, which absolutely sucks. Everything after that was gravy. It yeah. was great. Have, they had the, the tractor show that they've been having all weekend, and then there's an amusement park there on the grounds. That they game. had that open. It was a football game. Football game, football game at two thirty. So yeah, it was a it was a bit of a struggle. Hopefully tomorrow will be better for the last day. But so we walked in. Oh. When did we walk in? Who was playing? Uh, we walked in while uh, Suicide Silence was finishing. Yeah, and Memphis, Mayfire. Memphis Mayfire got on stage right around the two thirty mark. Okay. Uh, Memphis Mayfire was decent. Um, they're another band that does two lead singers. They're from that genre that me and you do not listen to. Metal much. Yep. Um, there was a lot of that today on the. On the it course. was a, it was a very heavy day. Yeah. What did you call it? Metalcore. Metalcore, yeah. Like, I Prevail and... Yes. yes. Like, all that. But, I, I mean, I thought they were decent. <clears throat> I thought the growler was good, and I thought his backup singer was fine. Uh, the crowd seemed to be engaged and into them. Um, so, they, they were fine. Um, after Memphis Mayfire... Hold on, hold on. Before we get too far into it... Go. The biggest news of the day... Go. Kane's wallet was turned in. Ah, yes. yes it was. Kane got his shit back, which was great. With everything in it. Very lucky. That's amazing. So kudos to whoever found it and turned it in. And we got an alert. We got an alert saying it was turned in. Fucking technology, man. Technology for the How win. Great is that? Fantastic you when it works. Turn, you, can, you can now on the app for Ladder of Life, go to the Lost and Found area. Type in sub, your name. Submit a claim yep. with your name and they are going to respond to you. Yeah. It's freaking amazing. That was good. Not even 24 hours. That's ridiculous. Fan-fucking-tastic. Fantastic. So that was a good way to start the day. I agree. Yes, very much so. I don't see uh, Rocklahoma doing any kind of shit like that. Rocklahoma. Trey's very down on Rocklahoma. Look, I don't think we need to... We don't need to bash stones at Rocklahoma. I don't know know if Rocklahoma does that. I have no clue. I've never lost anything. No idea. I don't crowd surf to lose stuff. Yeah. Crowd surfing, of course, Kane weighs at buck twenty five, so he can crowd surf. Surfing wet with his boots on. Yep. Uh, so after Memphis Mayfire, we finally got an actual real set by the Who. Yes. And <laughs> uh, 
I will never need to see another Who set. It wasn't good. It, I don't understand why people like it. It's Mongolian metal. And Not that we're down the fact that they're Mongolian, but... I don't like foreign language metal. But there was a whole... There was just... All it is is just growls and, and shouts and barks. There's odd instruments being played. They're, they got a drummer. They got a guitarist. The other instruments I do not know. They don't speak real good English. They don't sing in English. No. I don't know. I was over it in about 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. I mean, they did a cover of... Uh, Metallica. Metallica. Wherever I'm in room. Yep. Um, they played their Wolf Totem song. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the crowd was engaged and yeah. into it. I just don't know what you're into exactly. You can't sing along to it. No. Or you can cheer. Ooh. That was the one Ooh. time. That was the only time this weekend I've seen Jesse Mangan from Sirius X. That's the only time I've seen him. He introduced the band. That's true, he did. I'm trying to think of what He's else. He's the host oh, of Wilder Than Life, and this is the first time I saw him. We saw him on the back two stages. Yeah, for King. And then saw him again before uh, um, Parkway Drive. Oh, he, he came was? out. Did you introduce Parkway Drive? Yeah, and drink a beer out of the shoe. That was kind of gross. Shoey? Yeah. I didn't see that part. Not um, either. So, anybody have anything positive to say about the Who that they want to share with the crowd? Uh, they finally ended. <laughs> there, there were no more. After the, after the Who... Was asking Alexandria. Asking Alexandria. I thought it was a pretty decent... Yeah, it wasn't bad. ...set. I do like the lead singer's voice. I've said that before. I thought they were a good set. I actually went to the very side of the VIP section <coughs> where you can just see the crowd and not yeah. see the band. Um, and the number of crowd surfers were... Insane. Was, there was a lot. large. Yeah. There's a large amount of crowd surfers for us in Alexandria. Um, I wonder where you were going down with. Yeah. Um, so it was cool. It was, it's cool to see the crowd. I, I I don't have any issues with Accent in Alexandria. They're just not one of the bands in my wheelhouse. wheelhouse. Right. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the songs where he's not growling and doing all that stuff are good. I just I I mean y'all I've told y'all this before. I'm just not really into the whole you know the uh-huh. growling kind of like Lamb of God. Like I can't understand the freaking word he's saying. They were really the uh, first band that had sound issues. That's what, yeah. The power set it went, went out for like 10 seconds. Yeah. I don't think they even noticed it. No. The crowd noticed it, obviously. Right. Um, and then there were some like staticky speakers throughout their entire set. Yeah, I, I honestly thought, I'm like, here we go again. Because last year, that's when the sound issues popped up was yeah. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I looked over, we talked about it briefly yesterday, I think. And uh, I looked over at Trey, I said, here we go. <laughs> and he just like, you jinxed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... You know, I mean, it, thankfully, there was no other sound issues for the rest of the night. Yeah, I agree. So, after asking Alexandria... Baby metal. Baby metal. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. And you guys have... I don't know if anybody listening has ever checked out baby metal. Um, look. <laughs> they've been around for, what, three, 
Longer than that. Longer than that. I looked I've up, never I, taken the time to look up what Baby Metal does in concert. Right. I, they've been around There's 2011. Nothing, I, I could have talked to you for like 45 minutes and tried to tell you what they do in concert. I would have never came up with what we saw today. No. It, no. Was, it was... It was just... It was, it was choreographed dance. It was routine. Metals. Um, and, I mean, I think they're singing... Yeah, they definitely sang. But it took them a while to get yeah. to sing it. Like, the band was doing their thing for the first two songs, basically. And then on the third song, we officially started getting some, like, singing. <clears throat> yeah. But it was choreographed dancing to metal. It was K-pop to metal. Yeah. It was weird. It yeah. was not delightful. And you could tell that, the, I mean, at least over in front of the main stage. I mean, usually that stays a little bit full, but it was, they emptied out pretty quick. There just wasn't much to see. No. I just, I didn't get it. It was a gimmick that I don't understand. But yeah, there's so many people that endorse them. I think, you know, I think I remember seeing it one time, like Rob Zombie was a huge fan. And they opened up for Chili Peppers for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, so people like them, people dig them. They have a song, they have a song with Tom Morello. Yeah, they have a song with Tom Morello. Morello. But Tom Morello basically is like he carries the little slut no no man when it comes to recording. He's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like the Snoop Dogg of rock music. <laughs> the Travis Barker of rock music. If he, if he can get a guitar feature he'll he'll do it. Yeah. I mean it was it was a unique performance just like the Who was a unique performance. I never need to see either one of those bands again. No. Kudos to them but yeah. That's like that yeah. was I got my three songs or 20 minutes in a baby metal I believe at that point I went and checked out uh, the football bar yeah. um, while the football bar was happening um, I also checked out Afterlife over on the side stage I did um, they were running long 0936 was supposed to be performing at that time but Afterlife actually performed until 530 that's when things got kind of haywire with the schedule over on the side stages, which kind of hurt us Yeah, for a potential band we wanted <coughs> to see on the side stage. Afterlife was nothing special. They were putting on a show, wanting the crowd to get involved. I mean, they were decent, but nothing memorable. Um, I watched my college football. I went and got a piece of pizza for my dinner, um, and that was about it for Afterlife. Yeah, I, I was... Over there for Afterlife also. The computer overheated, is what he was saying. And just honestly did not. And he admittedly said it. I don't know what to do with myself up here. Do I need to tell jokes or something? Yes. And so, yeah. What were we doing during that time? You guys were sitting in the tent, I believe. Yeah, we kind of just took a break. I mean, because that was during Baby Metal. Yeah, we were bashing on Baby Metal. <coughs> yeah, so... Yeah, because I also got a slice of pizza. At that point, what was after Baby Metal and after Afterlife? Parkway, that, Drive. Uh, Parkway uh, Drive. Parkway Drive. Yeah. came on, and they crushed it, I thought. Yeah. I thought they were great. Yeah, they were all right. Not my... Not your thing? Not my thing, man. I thought they were really good. Parkway Drive began the fire. There's a lot of fire for Parkway Drive. Yeah. Let's see. I caught I caught a couple of their songs 
and then went back over, watched a few songs of Zero Watch Nine Watch Apple. Apple. No, I saw oh. some Zero Nine Three Six. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't have a lineup in front of me, so I can't remember the times. And then I came over, and Parkway Drive was sing- it was still playing, and that's uh, whenever you guys were sitting back by the locker. Ah, uh, yes. And then we went. Walked over to check out. Is one of Parkway Drive's songs a wrestling song also? Is Wild Eyes or Crushed perhaps a wrestling song? I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to hear it too. Well, let me just Google it. So yeah, we walked over because we didn't really want to stick around and listen to Ronnie Radke. But we walked over to... Yeah, his song is this Seth Rollins thing. Oh, Burn It Down. Wild Eyes. Wild Eyes, okay. Because they started doing the, uh, they started doing the chorus. Oh. So the crowd is doing that. that Gotcha. Okay. That was the last song they played. I know he's like my head. We uh, walked over. We were in full intentions of watching Death Clock. We got there a little early. Train went through the... Really bridge. early. I tried yeah. to tell you that. I was like, I don't think they get on stage for like 40 minutes. And you were like, no. You disagreed with me. And then I, was I don't saying, think I disagree. You definitely disagree. I think we'll have to run back to tape. But we started walking over there like at 6.40. Yeah. And they were not getting on stage until 7.10 at the earliest. Okay. So we were definitely early, which is why I took a detour to the football bar. Yeah. Okay. Well, Trey went through the merch line. We were sitting there listening to some White Chapel. White Chapel. Very heavy. Very, 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 very heavy. Very, very, very heavy. Too heavy for me. White Chapel has played at George's a few times. Um, Pointless Promotion has brought them through. White Chapel was heavy. Um, yeah. I think that's really what I'm going to say about it. Yeah. So there we go. Festival band, I like a festival band like that because yeah. they're so heavy and the crowds kind of dig that. Right. Dig the heaviness. <coughs> yeah. After Whitechapel was Death Clock. Death Clock. Not what I expected. I expected to see the cartoon characters. <laughs> they're back there. They're on behind. Screen. They were on the screen. Oh, oh okay. Well, we were on the side. Yeah, we didn't really see the screen. Um, and then after about two or three songs, they would have a concert etiquette cartoon that popped up oh. to tell you what proper concert etiquette was. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. By that time, we had walked back over to check out. Well, again, I texted you guys at 725. You guys were already back at the VIP in White <laughs> Chapel. Started at 710. So they must have ran through. Death like, started. Yeah, Death Clock. Okay. Yeah. They must have ran through three songs in approximately five minutes. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think we were we were all pretty just amped and excited for uh, Pantera. No, falling in reverse. No, 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 no. I I did want to see a little bit of falling in reverse. So, so I, I want to say real quick what I did. So I watched the football game. I watched some of Whitechapel. I then went to the VIP area. I watched the front of the falling in reverse show. The first three songs. I then walked. Back to Death Clock, uh-huh. 7.25, that's when I texted you guys, because at that point I was at the Death Clock area to see where you guys were. It's pretty packed back there. Um, you guys said you were back at the VIP, and I was just there, so I went ahead and watched 
three songs of Death Clock, um, watched the video and watched their banter on stage, and then I walked back to the VIP at that point so, so I could see the rest of the Falling in Reverse show. <coughs> falling in Reverse. I, think I loved talked, it. I think we've talked about it before. Ronnie Radke is just kind of a douche. A douche. He's oh, the biggest douche of all the douches. But he put on a pretty good set. I was I was impressed. Crowd was very much into it. Yeah. Big crowd for him. Uh, a lot of fire. Yeah. Also, um, what? They did a cover of All Star. Oh, yeah. Smash Mouth All Star, yeah. I missed that one. I didn't see that. Yeah. I got some video. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty pretty impressive set. Um, he's still a douche, but he kept the crowd entertained and locked in, and uh, yeah, he did his thing. I mean, which is no surprise. Falling reverse on their own is a arena headlining act at this point. Ronnie Radke's just very difficult to get along with on the Twitter. Yeah. Which is why so many people dislike him. His set list is not yet on setlist.in. So I don't know what they played because I don't know their songs. But that was a problem. They did their zombie. They did Zombified. Pop and the Monster. I heard, I heard Zombified whenever I was in line in the merch tent. Yeah. I did hear that. I'm not a vampire. I don't know their song. Uh, good good yeah. girls like bad guys. Uh, today was definitely a younger crowd. Yeah. I don't think that was a surprise. I think that's why they put <coughs> Saturday the way they did. Much, much, much younger. But after falling in reverse, go ahead. Fucking A. The, the show, the concert, the thing that I've been waiting my whole entire life for. Never got to see Pantera in the 90s. You did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, was that the white with white zombie? No, this was uh, Pantera Taco Negative at Park Coliseum. Oh, okay. Far Beyond Driven Tour. Didn't, but didn't they come with, they uh, with white zombie? zombies? Well, yeah. Yes, if you haven't figured it out, the almighty Pantera. Do you call it Pantera or do you call it a tribute to Pantera? I call it Pantera. Yeah, you I call it whatever Pantera. you want. Pantera Legacy. Uh, Pantera tribute, whatever you want to call it. I call it Pantera. It's Phil and it's Rex. You got half of the Pantera fellas. That's more than a lot of other bands can say at this point. I call it Pantera. I dig it. I dig it. I'm alright with it. Alright. I'm alright with calling it Pantera. Um, fucking set was awesome. Phil sounded great. Dan was tight. Zach killed it. Zach Wild is Zach Wild. Yeah, let's get Kane's take, man. Kane went over to the stage for Pantera. The three of us stood over in the VIP, so we were pretty far away. Kane, tell us what happened closer to the stage. Um, a lot of shit actually went down at the stage. Um, a lot of crowd surfers that kept falling because people weren't paying attention to above them. Um, I got thrown into the pit. Someone tried to start a mosh pit by us. That got shut down because some dude shoved him to the ground. But the show, a lot of pyro that you could feel from where I was standing. That's always cool. 
Yeah, I, I love that. That's so you got thrown into a pit, yes. which then eventually closed because somebody wasn't having it. No, so it, it, it's what, what was the pit like overall over there? A lot of old dudes just... So were they trying to watch, or were there people pitting? There was people pitting in two separate locations. One as in front of me, and then... The olds, as Phil and someone call them. The olds. Yes, were the olds. He yeah. did the same thing in uh, in Rogers. Yeah. I don't know if he did that. A lot of, you know, he, he commented on the fact that there was a lot of young people in the crowd. Yeah. And was pretty stoked to see that, and, know, you know, he knew that it was because their parents listened to Pantera. Very similar to what happened in Russia. What happened here? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's obviously how I can't listen to start listening to Pantera. It was through me. Grew up around this music, so um, yeah. I mean, it's it was it was. I can't even say anything. It was awesome. It was, I I stood next to Mike during the show, and I would look back to him every so often, and not once did he not have a grin on his face. He was grinning from ear to ear through pretty much the whole set. I was putting you. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, this is like to me. Phil's one is probably our generation's best lead. And when Pantera died, Phil went <coughs> downhill. He went down a hole, and yeah. he he didn't have the audience anymore. No, to do what he did best. He's an unbelievable front man. He knows how to... He knows how to... Uh, what's the word? He knows how to put... Captivate the crowd. Captivate the crowd. He knows how to put the crowd in the palm of his hands. Uh-huh. He's an absolute master at that. But, it, you know, and it's not like he's pandering to the crowd, because he's not, you no. know? He's not like a David uh, a David Draymond, or, you know, uh, he's not Sully, or, or, you know, other people that, you know, kiss the crowd's ass. Mm-hmm. Or anything like that, you know. He just tells it how it is, and and uh, God, it's fucking. I just it, it was it was awesome. I mean, he's a great lead man. Yeah, um, it's good to see him back in his element. He's had to, you know, he's done his own bullshit in the yep. last decade or so. <coughs> you know, and for a guy that you know took a lot of blame for the demise of Pantera, you know, um, you know, the Pantera breakup was specifically his fault. For sure, but Dimebag's death. And he was addicted to heroin. Um, Vinny always blamed Dimebag's death on Phil, so that's something else he has to deal with. But now we got it to where it's Phil and Rex. Rex was great tonight. Yep, yeah. looked in good shape. Um, and then he had Charlie on drums. He had Zach on guitar. Is a kick-ass, kick-ass set. Uh, they played. 12 songs based off of this. A New Level, Mouth for War, Strength Beyond Strength, Becoming, um, Broken Suicide Note Part 2. Uh, this says they played five minutes alone. Maybe I missed it. I just... I feel they like didn't play five minutes alone. I feel like... They did I Broken. Uh, they definitely played I'm Broken. They did not, they did not That's do it. That's five. Suicide Note Part 2 is number six. Walk. It says five minutes alone is number seven. It did not do five minutes alone. Followed by this love, fucking hostile, walk, domination, hollow, and cowboys from hell. Did not do domination. No, no they, 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 they definitely did domination. It's a, it's domination a was the dead. Or, 
That's the medley. The yeah, play. medley. That's it. <coughs> After walk. It wasn't the whole song. It was just, it was clip. It was like a little bit of hollow, a little bit of dark. It was basically what they did off the official 101 Pantera just, uh, live album. Where, where Phil is like, that's fucking badass. And then it goes into hollow. Um, we we need to figure out what was after Suicide Note Part Two. What's this? It says, it says alone, five minutes but then alone. it went into this love. Yeah, I think they just went right into this love. They didn't do five minutes alone. They did. No. No. So we have a discrepancy there. Five songs off of Folger. <coughs> four songs off of Far Beyond Driven, um, which is kind of surprising. So I'm I'm surprised it's not more spread out. Than yeah. That's nine songs off of two albums. <coughs> when you have Cowboys from Hell, The Great Southern Trim Kill. Uh, what's the album I'm missing after uh, Far Beyond Driven? Reinventing the Still. Reinventing yeah. the Still. No songs from that, which is kind of a surprise. But a great set of raw. Yeah, I mean, yep. My fave, yeah. It was, I, I just can't say anything more about it. It was just fucking awesome. Best set of the weekend, you're saying? For me, yeah. So far, yeah. It was it was really good. Uh, I mean, having seen a full set from them, you know, a few months ago, this really. I was telling Mike it almost topped that, even though it was a full set. Yeah. It was more of the energy that was present with the crowd and all that. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Makes I mean, they sounded. Freaking amazing tonight. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting him to sound that good. I mean, I expected the band to sound tight, especially with those musicians. But How wild to see Olympus get yesterday and Pantera today in 2023. Right. <laughs> How wild is that? Yeah, I'm disappointed. I've, I've been disappointed today that Olympus could put a sour note on everybody's experience yesterday. Yeah. really sucks. Because it should have just been about their performance and their music, but it turned into something else. Yeah. But seeing Limp Bizkit yesterday and seeing Pantera today in 2023, it's just... Man, I can't think of a better two days. I mean, so far, these three days, think about it. I mean, we've seen Foo Fighters. We've seen Weezer. You've seen the Limp Bizkit. You've seen Tool. And you see Pantera. Yeah. I mean... That's on top of the fact that we got to see Royal Blood. And we got to see Royal Blood. And we're going to see Run the Jewels. And we're going to see Run the fucking Jewels. And Queen's Age. And Queen's Age. And Queen's Age. And Green Green Day. Day. I've never seen Green Day. That's fucking nuts. So, you know, this is a fucking (coughs) epic four day run. (coughs) It's pretty pretty amazing what this festival is able to put together. Uh, The last set of the night was Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, We were kind of turned off last night by sitting through the entirety of Tool. That's not why we were turned off. The fact is, it took us two hours to get out of the parking lot. So we didn't stick around for Avenged Sevenfold. We watched the first three songs, which were Game Over, Afterlife, and Hell to the King, and we headed to the exits. Yeah, we did. I mean, you know, coming out, and I, I expected them, I guess, to start off their set with a new song. Um, that's not the one that I wanted to hear. <coughs> I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of it. Um, 
but you know, going into Nightmare and then uh, Hail of the King, you know, that's that's pretty good. Two and three, right there. Afterlife. 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 Oh my bad. Afterlife and then Hail then Hail to the King. Yeah, uh, they ended up only playing eleven songs. They had to stop the set three different kind, three different times for yeah. uh, crowd issues. Uh, Matt stopped the show after song during song four to get injured medical attention. We heard that as we were walking out. Uh, we started during the chorus and uh, Barry Alive, song number five. Matt stopped during intro to check on crowd again, restarted the song. And then on song number 11, A Little Piece of Heaven, um, there was a proposal for that song, but also Matt had to stop the show again for song 11. Kind of stinks that we didn't get to see a little piece of heaven. That is my favorite Avenged Sevenfold song. But what else? Would they, what else did they play? Uh, the rest of the set was uh, so far away. Nobody, nightmare, backcountry, unholy confessions. They played three from the new album, "Life Is But a Dream," "Game Over," "Nobody," and "We Love You," and three songs from Nightmare, "Buried Alive," "Nightmare," and "So Far Away." I mean, it wouldn't have been bad for the whole thing, but yeah. 11 songs is pretty short. Though. It is pretty short for a headlining set. Yeah. I it's think, not Tool. I think they're around, yeah, they're not a Tool band that plays 10-minute songs. I think their sets are usually 16 songs minimum, so obviously the breaks took a lot out of that set, which is disappointing. Which would take a, a whole lot of wind out of the sails for the crowd. Sure. Oh, yeah. So, there we go. Night 3 recap. It brings us to day four, the final day. I mean, I think we're all in agreement. We all know what the best side of the set of the night was. Pantera. Yeah, Pantera. I think is easily the best. Best. Falling in reverse. Fuck y'all. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Here. No, Pantera. Yeah, get out of here. I think mean, I think we would put them second. Yeah, I, I mean, mean they were. I'll be the first person to admit today's lineup, and is just too heavy. For my tastes. With the exception, obviously, of Pantera. Pantera's heavy, but it's a different kind of heavy. Yeah. It's 90s heavy metal, yeah. you know, which is obviously the my era. Yeah, yeah, it's what we grew up on. It's groove. It's groove metal. Groove metal. You know, the stuff nowadays is just all the growling and, and play fast and loud is just not my style. No. So, it it was easy to pick what the best of the night was, but it was going to be that way anyways, just because of how excited I was. To see All they had to do was deliver. Yeah. All they had to do was show up. They had to show up and they had to play some songs. And keep the uh, front cameras on. Keep the front cameras on and not be a dick. Yeah. After three days, Lumbisky is still the only band to say they could not be recording. So, yeah. I don't know. We expect well, obviously you didn't see Tool, you didn't see the actual band yeah, up on the they screens. Had videos. They had their videos and everything like that, which is I said all along. You don't go to a Tool show to watch the band. Mm-hmm. You go for the experience. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, there was some complaints about that or something. Well, also. these people have obviously never been to a fucking Tool show. That's yeah. it. All right, so tomorrow we got the finale. Yes. Uh, we're hoping for a better performance from Green Day than what we got from Red Hot Chili Peppers next, last year. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, day four headliner sh- uh, set is not easy. Uh, I think Green Day's up for the challenge. As far as I know, Green Day did not play any other shows this weekend. 
So they should be fresh, ready to roll. Right. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age play at 740. Uh, Turnstile plays at 640. Run the Jewels at 545. Fuck yeah. To me, everything else is a bonus. I try that point. I mean, I, Fawning Molly plays at 405. Rival Sons. Rival Sons at 325. A Wall Nation at 245. Boston Manor. Census fell at 130. Um, we have had issues getting into the uh, arena uh, each day, so my guess is the, the first thing we see is probably, if we're lucky, Boston Manor at 205. If not, after that, A1 Nation at 245. Because I think it's, it's good. They're at 245? What's, what stage are they on? They're on one of the main two stages. Loudmouth. Oh, okay. Yeah, Loudmouth, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's a good day four. I like to line up. Well, with the exception of Pantera, I like to line up tomorrow better than I did today. Uh, Queens run the jewels in Green Day. is going to be a pretty awesome trio. Yeah. And I, I'm hoping that I can see the what Turnstile does to people. I'm hoping they, they can convince me as well. I didn't like Turnstile, did I? We reviewed one of their albums. Yeah, you didn't like them. Didn't care for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, here's their chance. Here's their chance. Live band. Turn me on to them. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. <sighs> Closing Jewels is going to be awesome. Oh, fuck yeah. Run the Jewels is going to be it's fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be great. Finally get to see them. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. Okay. Who are you excited to see tomorrow, Kane? Run All the of jewels. them? Run the Jewels. <coughs> Got it. All right. Uh... You know, I actually forgot that Run the Jewels was even playing tomorrow. <laughs> oh. To be honest, um, I'm really, really looking forward to Green Day, and I'm with y'all on Run the Jewels. I'm really looking forward to seeing them for the first time. Go to a rock festival to see a hip hop at. Yeah, I dig it. RTJ, Queens of Stone Age, Green Day. Yeah, those are the, the, those are the three acts for me tomorrow. I have an agreement. I just. Like you said, really hope that Green Day closes it out a uh, ton a lot better than Red Hot Chili Peppers did last year. <laughs> I have a feeling that we won't be disappointed. I don't think so either. Okay, all, right. all right, folks, that's it for night three The with the sneak peek of four. Um, join us tomorrow as we recap four and give our top performances of the festival. Yeah. And uh, Pantera's gonna be at the top, everybody. I think oh, so. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> this is what happens at two through five. So, until then, have fun. Not as much fun as we're gonna have, though. See Sorry. Ya. Bye.